What's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of the Red Devil Roundup. My name is Cameron, and United have just defeated Leeds 5-1 at home in the opening round of the 2021-2022 Premier League season. Um, look, a perfect start. A perfect start for Manchester United. Um, like I discussed a, few, discussed a few days ago, um, last year we got off to a poor start with a 3-1 defeat at Crystal Palace, and we said, look, it couldn't be anything like that. It had to be completely opposite. It had to be a good game. It had to be three points, and it had to be confident performance and it was everyone did their job all 11 players on the pitch and those that came off the bench had a role and they all carried it out perfectly um i mean look paul pogba bruno fernandez unbelievable uh paul pogba registered four assists out of the five goals that united scored and bruno fernandez grabbed himself a hat-trick and not only that but he grabbed himself a good hat-trick um you know I guess people call him pen merchant, no penalties. It was just domination. Paul Pogba was unlocking the fence like no other. And a special shout-out has to go out to Victor Lindelof as well. I think he was breathtakingly good at the back. He defended well, he looked confident, and he also assisted, I believe, one of Bruno's goals. Um, and just that ball straight out of the back, the way he threaded him behind, was weighted perfectly. And his distribution has never been an issue. He's always been a strong ball player. But at times, his defending and his aerial ability can let him down. But he showed, like last night... He was very solid at the back. Our back four looks structured, and it's a team that it's a defense that we've worked with a lot. Maguire, Wambasaka, Shaw, and Lindelof have got more than their fair share of time played uh, amongst one another, and it showed. They were comfortable, they were confident, and I think for Lindelof, last year his competition at center half was probably Eric Bailly and Axel Twanzebe. Um, look, Bailly's a good player, but he can be very, very, very rash. Um, and his decision-making at times can let him down, and he's also very injury-prone. So even if he does get the nod ahead of Lindelof, it generally hasn't ever lasted very long, more than five games, uh, before Lindelof comes back into the fold. And look, Twanzebe had a great performance against PSG last year, but long-term, I look think, like, and especially with his loan spell that he's got under Villa now, I think he needs that experience in that first-team football. I don't think he's ready to just walk into a Manchester United team. So the signing of Rafael Varane, who was finally unveiled pre-game yesterday, like so many of the fans had been demanding... Um, you can see it across social media, the likes of Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Everyone was demanding it. And for him to walk out in the pitch 10 minutes before kickoff, holding the red jersey, you know, engaging with the fans, massive smile on his face. Um, it was a perfect start to the afternoon, um, and it all just took off from there. But I think his, his introduction, um, it'll be good. It'll get the, I think it'll get the best out of Lindelof, the way Tallis signing last season got the best out of Shaw. And I also think when need be, we've got a good rotation of centre-backs who we can rely on. Um, you know, if we come up against a certain team, there might be some times when we think, you know what, we need Lindelof. We need his distribution. We need him to unlock defenses and we need him playing confidently. Whereas there might be teams who are versing someone like a Burnley when it's like, we need physical presence. We need Varane. We need Maguire. And I think they'll be the start. They'll start together for most of the games. Um, but at least Lindelof gives a good alternative at the back if need be. Or if we do switch to a three at the back as well, I think those three could play very well together. But look, yeah, I think those three players, Bruno, Paul, Pogba, and... Victor Lindelof were probably my three, I guess, top players. But look, I'd say honorable mentions across the park. De Gea was strong when called upon. The goal we conceded from Ailing was absolutely nothing he could do about it. Look, the midfield or defense could have done gotten out a bit quicker to shut him down, especially when shooting from range. Um, but it was a great strike. But other than that, look, Mason Greenwood got on the score sheet. And round one of the Premier League season, a goal like that is so important for a player like him. Last season, he started slow. And look, he's still 19 years of age. He's still so, so young. So I think, so, so young. So I think a goal like that will do him a world of confidence. Um, get into his stride, start strong. One game in the, one goal in the opening game. And I think we're going to see a lot of him rotating in and out of the squad. Mostly in, but I think we'll see him at number nine. I think we'll see him at right mid. 
Um, playing across the front three based on where we need him, especially with the added depth that comes from having Jaden Sancho. So I think, look, with him in and with a goal like that, it was a great take, a brilliant run, and Pogba's assist for that ball was phenomenal as well. Um, and it's really good to see him getting on the score sheet. And the same goes for Fred, a player who obviously isn't renowned for scoring goals, but generally speaking, does not get many goals to his name. So if he was to make that run into the box um, and to get on the end of Pogba's ball again and put it away, look, good on him. Genuinely happy for him. And as much as I've been a Fred critic over the last few years, um, I think he had a pretty good game yesterday. His work rates are immense. And to get forward and score a goal like that is very, very good for him because he's generally never looked very confident in front of goal. Um, look, Oli selected lineup. I thought he did it pretty much perfectly, especially with the plays that we did have, given there are a few names still out, uh, the likes of Cavani and Rashford, and obviously Varane, who wasn't ready to start yet, having only just finished his quarantine one or two days before. Um, but I think, look, I think he went for the right approach. He picked energy, which is what you're going to get from Leeds. So you need plays that are going to work. Um, and I think, look, his decision to play Paul on the left was good as well. Um, and look, Daniel James... Not one of my favorite United players. Um, I think he has a potential to be a great player, but I think there are certain characteristics to his game that let him down and he needs to work on. But overall, his energy and the way he works against a side like Leeds was a good decision from Ole. And even playing the double pivot of Fred McTominay, which has often been criticized, and I think even he's looked like, I guess, searching for an alternative. But albeit somewhat defensive, I think they... Um, complimented each other perfectly yesterday. They both work hard and they both look support each other. One went, one sat, and that's what a double pivot needs to be. There have been so many times and they haven't been able to kind of collaborate in last season, but this yesterday, they looked good. And although I think we'll see a lot more rotation throughout the midfield, um, look, it worked to a T. Um, look, and it also freed up Bruno as well. Bruno getting forward, his runs into the box, he was, and with Pogba's vision and his ability yesterday, which he was displaying as well, he was getting teed up perfectly. And look, the chances were getting created. I mean, Paul could have had one earlier as well. Like 5-1, was it flattering? No. I think it was a dominant performance from Manchester United, and it showed. So I think Ollie's lineup he selected was perfect. Greenwood's runs in behind. Pogba out on the left. Daniel James on the right. The football was flowing. Chances were created, and we looked solid at the back as well. De Gea did his job. The back four did their jobs. And I think he went for the right approach, and it worked. So, look. As much as I think he'll switch out of the double pivot at some point, and I'd like to see players like Donny van der Beek um, getting more time in the midfield. Uh, look, I'm sure Ollie's going to keep getting it right. He's got the backing of the board, and it appears that he's started this season confidently, and he has a plan in place. So, look, I think a great decision by him. So, yeah, we got to see the introduction of Jaden Sancho, which when he came on, Paul Pog was subsequently taken off at the same time, which was a shame because I think he would have created a lot more chances or given a lot more possession out to Sancho. The way he spreads play, gets the ball, distributes it. Um, I think we would have seen a lot more of Sancho if Paul Pogba was still in the park. Um, but look, he got a few good touches in. The fans were warm, warm to him very quickly. Um, and I think we're going to see a lot more of him, especially in the next couple of weeks. I think he'll probably start against Southampton next week, um, which is, I think will be the right decision. Because I think against a side like Southampton, you want someone that can unlock defenses like him, um, as opposed to a Daniel James who's just going to work relentlessly to get forward. Um, and also press. So look, good to see Jaden Sancho. He looked happy and nice to see him in the red shirt. So I think we're just going to see more of him and fans should be excited because he is a phenomenal, phenomenal technical talent and a brilliant footballer. Um, look, I think looking at that game, any negatives to take away from it? The performance itself, I'm not going to take any negatives. There was only one moment of negativity and even then it was a brilliant, brilliant goal. I think it was more a matter of, look, could we have shut him down faster? Yeah. Maybe one of the back four. Someone like Luke Shaw just tuck in to shut that down. Or maybe Fred just get across faster. 
Um, but look, when you win 5-1, I'm sure the players will look at that. Ollie will look at that, give feedback, and they'll just be like, yeah, sweet, we'll work on it going forward. Um, but as opposed to that, to walk away with a 5-1 win, no performances in that game can really be, I guess, criticized because everybody did their job. So I guess the only thing, like I've discussed the other day, if there's a position that does require bolstering, I think for me it's got to be probably the defensive midfield role. Um, I mean, if Fred McTominay, McTominay especially, um, he was covering a lot of ground and putting in a lot of strong challenges yesterday, like you want to see from a central defensive midfielder. So if he could... The thing is, he loves to get forward, and he actually is a great hit of the ball, and he can create chances, and he can score chances. So I'm not sure if he'd want to take that kind of box-to-box nature out of his role, but I think as a player that's six foot three, strong in the challenges and very hard-working, and also good in the air, um, if you could almost tinker him into a CDM for this season with the kind of formation we're going to be playing then I don't think we need to look for a CDM. But otherwise, I think out-and-out CDM to complement the amount of box-to-box and attacking midfielders we have um, would be a good acquisition. Because other than that, I think we have got a brilliant squad um, that is ready to tackle anyone and, I guess, push for a Premier League title charge. Um, And look, with Champions League as well, likes of FA Cup, we need to be winning titles. We need to be contesting titles. So look, more plays to increase squad depth isn't going to be an issue, especially if we're going far in tournaments, which with the plays that we have and the way that we performed last night, there's no reason we shouldn't be doing that. Um, so yeah, look, CDM, other than that, the team looks good, the team looks strong, and it looks like we found our rhythm early on, which we often struggle to do. And a packed Old Trafford as well, full house, I think made a big difference, because last year our away record was unbelievable. We are like the fourth or fifth team in Premier League history to go undefeated away from home uh, for an entire season, but we dropped so many points at Old Trafford. And look, probably the fact that we had no fans in there last year made a huge difference, but you could see the energy the players had. Like Bruno, when his first goal, actually all three of his goals, Mason Greenwood, even Fred, when the players were celebrating, you could see the energy that was injected from the fans on the side. And just the roar of the 75,000 people in there was something that I think, I mean, I myself watching from home had missed it. So I couldn't imagine being one of the players on the pitch, uh, what a difference it would have made. Because it's something along the lines of the fifth or sixth time I think Bruno Fernandes has played in front of fans at Old Trafford, which is staggering given how much of a cult hero he's become. And I guess the number of goals, assistant performances he already has for Manchester United in like 18 months. Uh, so look, it's good to see team playing well and good to see that, you know, fans back in the stadium made a world of difference and I think that'll only continue going forward as well. So look, overall, 5-1 winners, brilliant game. And if I was to, look, if I had to give an award for man of the match, between Bruno Fernandez and Paul Pogba, it's hard to choose. Literally, either of them deserves it. Bruno with the hat-trick, Pogba with four assists. Most people seem to give it to Bruno and I agree because of his relentless work ethic, but I just think Pogba... The same way he'd give it to a Paul Scholes back in the 90s and early 2000s, I just think the way he pulled the strings yesterday, the chances he created, he was the one that really unlocked that defense and it just showed the quality that he is. So for me, the man of the match would have to be Paul Pogba. Um, But look, it could go to any of those players, especially between him and Bruno. But for me, I'll give uh, my man of the match to Paul Pogba. So coming up, Manchester United face Southampton next week, who played out a 3-1 loss to Everton. Um... They took a lead early through Adam Armstrong, but Everton pulled three goals back um, for the come-from-behind victory, which, look, a good performance from Everton, um, especially after criticizing them the way they played against United last week. They were very poor in the 4-1 def- uh, 4-0 defeat. Um, but look, they look strong. Richarlison got a nice finish. Dekure hit an absolute scorcher top corner, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin started off the way he started last season, um, nodding one in. So, look, good stuff for Everton, not so much for Southampton. And to face him second round, I believe we're going to be versing them away from home. But look, it's a big game. Um, and I think the way we played and the way that they lost that game, we need to be much like yesterday. Come out strong, come out firing, come out confidently, 
create chances and look to put the game or put the game away. Don't make it a long contest. Don't let them draw us out. Don't let them park the bus and frustrate us to the point where we feel like we need to create chances. You know, bring the game to them. Create those chances. Get players like Pogba, Bruno, Mason Greenwood relentlessly running forward. Get Jaden Sancho on the pitch. And I think Jaden Sancho will probably start next week as well. He'll get another week of training under his belt. Um, and I think he'll come in for the like probably someone like Daniel James in the starting lineup. But I think, look, take that lineup and take that mentality that we took to yesterday's game and I don't see us dropping points. Um, look, I think it's a great opportunity to get six points on the board, good goal difference and get off to a really strong, confident start. So then when we start versing the, you know, some of the more dominant and I guess stronger teams in the league like Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester City, um, we can take the games again and hopefully get points as well. But look, that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Great result again last night and one of the most entertaining games I've watched United play in a very long time. I'll be back next week after the Southampton game. Thanks for your time. Cheers, guys.